Stacks is a boutique strategy consultancy currently hiring for several roles across its three U.S. offices. With attractive compensation, fast-paced projects, and the opportunity to be promoted quickly, Stacks is an attractive place to start or continue your consulting career. If you're looking for a consulting role in a rigorous environment where you work side-by-side -side with senior leaders on engagements across industries and project types, Stacks might be the perfect firm for you. Find open positions, plus job descriptions and requirements at the link in the show notes or on the firm's careers page at stacks.com. That's S-T-A-X.com. Hello and welcome to Strategy Simplified. My name is Ed and today I get the awesome pleasure of chatting with Lieber. Lieber is a recent graduate from Yeshiva University and will soon be joining PwC in their management consulting department. She has a lot to say about healthcare consulting and how to shape your college experience to make sure that you can land your dream career in consulting. If you want to learn more about interview prep or resume edits, head on over to managementconsulted.com to learn more today. Without further ado, let's get started. Lieber, welcome to Strategy Simplified. Thanks for joining us today. Why don't you just go ahead and introduce and walk us through some of the key stops along the way to uh, to your journey and, and where you've ended up now? Sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll just start off. I'm Liba. Um, I just actually graduated from Yeshiva University Stern College for Women this past Tuesday, which was uh, pretty exciting. I got my degree in biochemistry and I also minored in business management. Uh, I have to say that I started off my college career really kind of hoping that I would go to med school. That was the goal. Um, a story for another time why I decided against it. But at the end of my sophomore year, beginning of junior year, I realized that um, I would be able to combine my interests in science and in business um, and sort of do that within the framework of consulting. And so that's when I started kind of recruiting for consulting that sophomore summer. Um, it was also COVID, so I had some time for that. And I got my offer at PwC in their healthcare practice. Um, then the next year for my junior year, I kind of was prepping leading up to that. I joined the consulting society at um, my university. I had my internship and got the return offer from PwC, where I will be starting now in January, which is super exciting. Wonderful. That's uh, amazing stuff. So congrats again on graduation. I'm Thank almost you. there as well. I've got about three weeks left. Uh, um, congrats. Definitely, <laughs> a definitely a weird. Yeah, exactly. Definitely a weird thing where it's kind of turning into the the full adults. We are college grads. Um, so yeah, congrats, congrats to you for that. Um, Thank you. So I, I want to talk a little bit more about PwC. You you started as an intern, parlayed it into a full time role. Why don't you just share? some of the, again, key steps along that way from, from turning that internship into, into a full-time career. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have to say that when I started um, recruiting for my internship, I didn't fully understand what consulting was about. To be honest, I didn't know what I was getting myself into in terms of the recruitment. Um, but, you know, once I got there, I think that getting the internship definitely made the full-time um, situation much easier, much smoother. I think that a lot of people, you know, and fairly so, a lot of people don't realize that they want to go into consulting early enough to start recruiting for their internship. 
because, you know, recruitment these days happens a year and a half in advance. <laughs> at this point, you have to know that you want to go into consulting at, in middle school. I'm joking. But, you know, you really have to know that this is something you want to pursue early on. And a lot of people don't have that chance and they kind of miss the boat and therefore they're stuck recruiting for full time um, in their junior year. And I think that having an internship is definitely a key piece for me. And I think especially coming from a non-target school and in combination with the market that we're currently in right now, um, it could be tough. And so I'm definitely grateful that I kind of got in there a little bit earlier than some of my peers and was able to take advantage of that. Yeah, wonderful stuff. Um, definitely odds are stacked against against two of you from non-target and again with the economic condition we're in. So again, huge congrats on that. You, you've crushed it. Um, so I know you've, you've transitioned from biochemistry to consulting. Uh, pretty interesting interesting switch there. Um, do you want to share how you approach the, the interview process? So the behavioral interview as well as the case interview coming from, from that different background? Yeah, definitely. Um, it definitely is a unique background and not the typical um you know journey that people take into consulting but i think that it's actually more common than people think uh, i mean at least from my school maybe not so common but um the broader world at large especially my team that um, i was on at pwc granted we were all healthcare consultants um, but a lot of them were like yeah i wanted to be a doctor and now i'm here i was like great <laughs> common theme going on um, but I do think that it does make it a little bit difficult in terms of like interviews and prep and kind of just knowing what you're heading in for. When I recruited for my internship, to be honest, I really did not know a lot. I did not know what I was getting myself into. Um, I didn't know what a case interview was when I had my first case interview. And I think that in a way that sort of helped me because a lot of people go in, you know, they're prepping for months on end. They have their case studies. They're doing these case interviews day in, day out. And a lot of times it's easy to kind of get robotic about it. Um, but since I had gone in with, you know, very little prep and not really knowing that I should have prepped, I think that really helped in terms of like the creativity for the answers that I was able to to give them. I don't recommend people do that um, <laughs> from the onset, but I think that, you know, from the position that I was in, it did help in some degree. Um, the behaviorals, I actually had started recruiting for the investment banks before I realized that I wanted to go into consulting. And I think a lot of the interviews that I had there helped for the behavioral side of things, just, you know, kind of getting a sense for the lingo of the business world. I think that was something that I was definitely missing as a biochemistry major. You know, I had to learn what the break-even formula was. Um, really basic things like that to someone who is a finance major, um, but someone who spent a lot of their hours sitting in a chemistry lab that wasn't um, second nature to me. And so I think that um, those interviews definitely prepped me for that and kind of getting a sense for how things roll. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you there. I think us us business majors sometimes take it for granted all the all the little equations and 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 um, buzzwords that we pick up along the way. I think coming in and not knowing those can be can be pretty difficult. Um, do you did you have any did you have any specific tools that were were helpful in your prep or? Mm -hmm. I think that you know after in between my internship and full time, that's when I joined the consulting society on campus, and that was definitely, definitely instrumental in helping me move forward and kind of knowing what to expect um, in terms of re-recruitment and also what to expect going 
into the field in general. Um, I'm definitely grateful for the opportunity. The directors of the Consulting Society are two alumni from Yeshiva University, one from McKinsey, one from LEK. Um, and they have definitely been, you know, mentors for me and really guided me along the way. And I think that I guess my advice for people in similar positions to me is to really kind of surround yourself with people who are who can give you that guidance and you're when you're in a STEM major or you know a science major and a lot of your peers are really thinking more about graduate school as opposed to getting internships or interviewing for for full-time jobs um, to sort of surround yourself with people who are and therefore you could find yourself a little support system and network to help you out in that area. I love that. I'm curious if you if you could have done everything again, would you have changed anything or done anything different? <laughs> uh, I don't tell people who know that they're interested in consulting to start off as a biochemistry major. Um, looking back, when I had applied to the position at PwC, I applied for a general management consulting internship, but it wasn't specifically for healthcare. But I knew that healthcare was something that I wanted to stay in. I was definitely passionate about it, and I didn't want to let go of it. Um, and so having the biochemistry major, I guess, on my resume helped them place me on that team, which I was very happy about. Um, look, I don't think that it was necessary, though, to start off as a biochem major. And that definitely did make things more difficult had I been, you know, an accounting or finance major. But uh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I want to talk about the internship a little bit more. But before we do, I, I just want to finish off in terms of the actual process of getting this, did network play any part for you? And, and if so, did you have some sort of strategy that you think was maybe unique for yourself or? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the answer to that question is yes and no. Going into this, I did very little networking. Um, but that being said, I think it's really important. After my internship, that's when I started doing a lot of my networking, whether that be reaching out to people on LinkedIn, speaking to mentors, having people connect me to others that they knew, or even networking internally in the firm, I think was extremely important. And I think people forget about that. They kind of think that once they get the job or get the internship, they're set. Um, but the nature of consulting is that you have to get staffed onto different projects and you want to be on projects that you're interested in. Um, and so you have to do a lot of networking within the firm in order to get there. Um, and people kind of forget about that piece. But yeah, a lot of my networking happened after uh, my internship and I think that people also have to be cognizant of the fact that when you are networking and whether that's reaching out to random people on LinkedIn you have to be aware that the conversations are not should not be purely transactional like you shouldn't be reaching out to people expecting that okay this stranger is now going to give me a referral to their firm I that's great if it does happen I don't think it should be an expectation and a lot of times when you're speaking to people, you have to realize that these are people who have similar interests and goals that you have, and they've been successful in getting themselves to that place. And so you have a lot to learn from them. And I think a big piece of it is, you know, kind of just listening. We we definitely tend to underestimate the power of listening. And we think the more we talk, the more impressive we're going to sound. But when you're in the position where you're trying to learn about a certain field and get yourself to a certain place, it's important to kind of soak it all in. Um, and in terms of the strategy I have for networking, um, you know, cold messaging people on LinkedIn could work. I think that it's probably more efficient to have someone you know connect you with a mutual connection or to reach out to someone who went to the same university as you or were involved in similar volunteer activities. 
this way you start off with something in common and definitely will make it more likely for them to be responsive to it. I love it. Yeah, really good point about trying to absorb all that information, I think. The, the a good saying that you know you've got you've got two ears and and one mouth so you got to listen twice as much as you talk um i like that I know, yeah <laughs> i know i always had a problem with that growing up um, definitely talk too much <laughs> we'll be right back after this quick break grab a seat in the upcoming network intensive to craft a winning networking strategy this is a three-hour live masterclass led by a former Bain consultant, Jenny Ray LaRue, who's also a management consultant, CEO. We're really excited for this session. And it will share uh, common networking mistakes to avoid and the three critical keys to securing a winning networking referral. The intensive takes place on June 12th of 2023. That's June 12th, 2023. So grab a ticket. There are limited seats left You'll find those in the show notes. All right, let's get back to the show. So let's go, let's go back to the internship. So I know you focused on the healthcare sector. So do you have any? Did you have an interesting project or any uh, memorable experiences from that team? I'd love to hear more. Sure. So when I started that summer, I was staffed almost immediately on a project. Um, most of the interns weren't, and I think it was a pro and a con at the same time because I didn't have any time to kind of acclimate to the firm um, or go through like the basic trainings right away. But I also think it was the best way to learn, kind of just being thrown in there and, you know, expected to start working right away. And looking back, I'm really grateful to my team for giving me so much responsibility um, right away and really like there to support me. So I was staffed on the same project throughout the entire summer because the project ended up getting extended. But I guess one of the highlights that I had from the project, and just to give you a brief background on it, we our client was you know a really large fortune 500 company um and i guess in simple terms we were trying to help them update their business and systems in order to accommodate new regulations for um like the new therapeutic drugs that were being placed on the market um in terms of like insurance and um yeah putting through those claims and you know a lot of our time we're (laughs) sitting on PowerPoint, kind of editing slides, putting together deliverables and presentations. And once the project was wrapping up, the entire team flew to Boston for a get together to kind of celebrate um, the culmination of this project. And the partner got up to speak to everyone and was saying, you know, we get stuck in, you know, you're working long hours, long days, putting together these presentations and you kind of hand over your deliverable to the client and you don't necessarily get to see the impact that it has right away. You're handing it over and that's it. Um, But what she was saying is that, you know, because of the work that you put in, there are going to be people out there who can now access healthcare in a way that they couldn't beforehand. Um, And it kind of sounds obvious, but when you're in it, you sometimes don't see it and you need someone to say that to you. Um, So kind of having that come full circle is a really great experience to watch. Eva, I love that. That's that's definitely something that I think is probably the, the easiest big mistake to make in consulting in general is to get really bogged down with the the micro details day in day out and not remember the big picture so i think especially in 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 the healthcare industry i think more than any other industry seeing that difference that you can make is is really important i think also for the for the longevity of your career and actually for the the sustainability of the work that you do Um, 100 percent and 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 going back a little bit to to this transition you've made 
you've 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 successfully navigated from science to consulting. So do you have you know one to two pieces of advice or tools or absolute must must know top tips for others mm-hmm. who are maybe considering the same transition that you've made? Yeah, I think that it's also important to take advantage of the fact that being a science major kind of differentiates you a little bit from like the classic business majors and to realize that you are you're taking classes that teach you how to think differently than a lot of the other people who are applying for the same roles um it's a lot more analytical and i think that that's something that you could take advantage of and even in the interview process when you're doing a case and a lot of times you'll have like that more um quantitative math section um, towards the end of the case and you could really play that to your strength um, so I think it's important not to see it as a downside and to realize oh I kind of got stuck in this um, and I realized too late that I, I can't switch out of my major but to really take advantage of it because it does differentiate you and at the same time I think that this is this could be said for anyone in any field any major um, but it's important to you know take advantage of opportunities that you don't necessarily think that either you'll a excel in or interested in um and the more that you expose yourself to the more opportunities that you're going to have and i think that's also super important and a key factor at least for me i love it and i don't know if you if you have any peers who have, who have gone through a similar transition but have you ever seen any mistakes or common misconceptions when it comes to this Meaning, um, like going from science into consulting. Yes. Um, I actually don't know anyone from my school who has done it. I think, though, in general, people, it, it is hard. And I think that people will shy away from it before even trying. I, I have seen that a lot. A lot of my friends now, like towards like the end of their college careers and are now contemplating not going into the healthcare field will say like oh maybe i should consider consulting and when i start telling them more about it, they're like okay never mind like it's too late for that and i think that it's important not to self-reject um you may as well try and you know do your best and if it's something that you're interested in and something that you want to do then go for it i don't think that your major or the experiences that you've had should necessarily shape what you're gonna or control i would say what you're gonna do in the future um yeah, I think that that's what I've seen. A lot of people doing self-rejection before they even put themselves through the process. Yeah, I agree. I think as attractive as a job as consulting is and, and everyone kind of loves it, I think it can also be really daunting to a lot of people. And there's a lot of misconceptions of, oh, I didn't start preparing for consulting when I was 10 years old. So now I'm, I'm never <laughs> going to be able to do it. Whereas I think exactly. that isn't the case. I think there's always there's always a chance. Yeah, and I think just to comment on that, What's interesting about the recruitment process is that it could seem really intimidating and really challenging uh, from the outside, but the nature of the process is that you really cannot do it alone and you need a casing buddy. You need someone to practice with. And so um, more often than not, the people that you're reaching out to, they had people um, do that for them. Um, There are people who guided them and helped them and more likely than not, they're going to be willing and actually want to help you. Um, And so you should, people should really take advantage of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of the actual um, process of of recruiting, there's obviously 
Every, there's a million one tools out there. There's videos, books, everything to, to actually prepare you for the recruiting process. But once you actually got into the job and you were, and you were interning, were there any resources that actually helped you on the job or was it mainly just in the recruiting? Um, I think at that point I relied a lot on my mentors um, and the connections that I've made from the past to sort of be there to answer questions while I was actually at the firm. And I think it's also important to create connections within the firm. Like I said before, the internal networking is important, but I think more than that, um, to kind of have those friends and people who have your back um, when you're entering a large corporation, um, obviously, you know, you're on smaller teams, but it could, you could easily, you know, quote unquote, get lost. Um, and you want to have those people who are going to have your back and stick up for you and people who go to for advice. So I think that in that sense, you really should try hard to make those connections internally. Um, and I would say that was definitely the most important piece. Absolutely. Well, one other, one other big question before we get into some fun stuff is what are you most looking forward to about starting full-time? <laughs> a lot. Um, most exciting piece. That's a hard one. I think that a big part of why I decided to pursue consulting was because I wanted a job that would be exciting and not boring and constantly changing. And, you know, in consulting, you get to be staffed on different projects that's going to be switched up, you know, either every couple of weeks, every couple of months. Um, and you have the opportunity to work on new things, learn new things, meet different people. Um, and I think that is something I'm very much looking forward to. I didn't want something that would be, you know, stagnant, stagnant and kind of the same day in and day out. I wanted something that's going to be exciting. And I'm definitely looking forward to that piece. I love it. Well, Liba, as you may know, on Strategy Simplified, we love to go through a few fun questions before we end the podcast. So I've got some okay, questions awesome. for you here, and I'd love to hear your answers. So number one, what is one key decision that's had a significant impact on your whole career trajectory? If you had to boil it down to one. Mm. <laughs> um, I think that, okay, this kind of plays into the whole, like I was pre-med and then decided to switch to consulting. This explains it a little bit. Um, I started off as just a biochemistry major, and the whole reasoning behind why I even decided to take a business class was because I said to myself, I'm going to be a doctor, and one day I might want to open up my own medical practice, and therefore I need to know something about business. And that is why I'm going to take a business strategy course. Um, and I laugh at myself because that was the intention of me taking it in the first place, I enjoyed, I ended up enjoying it more than I thought I would. Um, and that kind of propelled me to join different clubs um, and really got the ball rolling on um, my exposure to the business world and then specifically consulting. So I definitely would say taking that class was um, a big key factor for me. I love it. It's, it's weird to think that just taking one class could change the whole, the whole future. Yeah, if only my professor knew. <laughs> yeah, you should you should reach out and, and tell a professor. I should, I should. <laughs> um, so I, I did see that you had an interest in photojournalism. So with that being mm, said, yes. what's your favorite thing to, and, I, and forgive me if I'm getting the lingo wrong here, but photograph and write upon or, or photojournalize, what's your favorite thing to, <laughs> to focus on? Oh, yes. I definitely love photography. Um, that started in high school for me, actually. Kind of a, a side hobby. 
Uh, my favorite thing, I would say anything nature. I do a lot of landscapes, um, anything that's outdoors. It's funny, I'm not even such a big outdoors person, but it's what I enjoy um, taking photos of the most. I love it. All right, well, last one here. Um, what's on your bucket list for 2023? I'd love to. I'd love to hear a few things that would be incredible if you could do them. Yeah, I mean, definitely I have some some time until I start my job in January. So I'm going to try to take advantage. But this summer, actually, I'm going to be traveling um, along the West Coast, uh, which is exciting. But I think that what I'm most excited for and what I hope that I could actually accomplish um, is this coming fall, I plan on taking some horseback riding lessons. So that that should definitely be interesting. Uh, I've done it. I've done horseback riding a couple of times with my family, but um, never in a more structured setting. So We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's definitely a skill I wish I had, but I I would be rubbish if you if you put me on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you never know, but we're gonna try it out. Exactly. I love the I love the growth mindset there. Well, Lieber, that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been it's been incredible to hear your story and to um and to learn a little bit more about you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Lieber as much as I did. She has a lot of interesting experiences, and I think there's a lot we can all learn from her. With that being said, if you want to learn more about consulting, resume edits, interview prep, or more, head on over to managementconsulted.com. You can also find links in the show notes below. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day, and we'll see you next time on Strategies Simplified.